Hey guys, Mike here. I thought I'd record a service for today. I will also live stream it tonight, Saturday night, the 5th of March, 6.30 p.m. approximately Mountain. If you go to uh, freedomministries.live, it automatically connects you to the Zoom. And then the password is freedom, all lowercase. And so uh, some people like to participate. We'll do a house fellowship here tonight. And then tomorrow, Sunday, I will do um, 10 a.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Mountain online fellowships where we can interact and ask questions, et cetera. And uh, same link, freedomministries.live, password freedom. So I will be doing that this weekend if you wanted to get involved. So anyway, I wanted to show you um, a couple things. One, uh, uh, let me just share with you some things going on here that uh, this is just one of life, messages of life I get. Once people get that the the writers of scripture were talking about two love covenants and the Western interpretation of scripture made it into something dirty, man sinned. Uh, we'll talk about what that means here a little bit more again today, where Lily had, it's not talking about moral failure, guys. It's, uh, it's, it's talking about two love covenants and the strength of God uh, that cleanses the, the womb of man so they can actually create life, which is what it's really all about. So anyway, I thought this was just, just a fun one. These are these come in all the time, Barb, and I just look at them and says, thank you from all my heart. I'm 63 years old. I'm finally getting set free from the bondage of re religious indoctrination. Your teachings and ministry have had a profound effect on my life. I'm so filled with love. I can actually gaze in the Father's face. That was not possible as long as I can remember. I've lived life in survival mode as long as I can remember, but not anymore. I'm full of life. And envision myself free in all aspects of life. I started with freedom because I could not even think of a dream. That's why it's called Freedom Ministries, sets you free. Or desire, since I basically disconnected from myself and merely went through the motions of life. I've come to life. I have hopes. I have dreams. I have desires. I honestly don't even recognize myself. Huh. <laughs> Sounds like dispense is breaking the habit of being yourself. So I'm excited for you. You know who you are, who I'm reading this. I absolutely love who I am becoming. I used to loathe myself. Thank you for everything. And that's just one of tons that we get and you know people we got some more messages of people receiving homes where they technically don't qualify on paper and uh so your desires may be fulfilled that's what it's all about and so anyway i would just share this with you just a couple thought questions um when people say the bible clearly says you may want to uh i'll give you <laughs> first of all I, I i run from things like that now because i know what's going to come out of their mouth they, they really don't know what the bible clearly says and because uh, they're taking it from a western interpretation you guys realize that everything you believe was was taken from a really bad translation in greek from the from the hebrew in the fourth century and the writers of scripture wrote about two love covenants about the the creative ability the spark of the creative ability of god that has the power to create your oneness with God is what it was all about. Anyway, I, I was joking with somebody the other day and I said, uh, you all know the Bible clearly says that uh, uh, the sun clearly revolves around the earth, don't you? Now, that wasn't that long ago, guys. That was 400 years ago where men primarily dressed in robes, trying to separate them with little white things or robes with things not understanding the fivefold ministry, I did a whole service on that, what it actually means if they actually understood that they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't separate themselves from anybody else. They would realize we're one. And uh, uh, that's exactly what scripture is not talking about. You know, when people set themselves aside as a priest or a pastor, I was talking about guys, but that, that's a whole other talk. But I said it was only 400 years ago that that Western 
the Bible clearly says that Western idea of scripture, they would throw you in jail because they knew the truth. They knew their Bible. But now, obviously, science is, is showing that uh, that's not the case. And so the, the church reluctantly said, oh, maybe we missed it. Well, my point is, the Western translation of scripture has not had a very good track record of being right. And I grew up in it, and so did you. And so uh, now we're finding with the with science dispensa, different things like that, they're, they're, the church really needs to take a look at it again and go, am I missing something? And by the way, the church just means ek and then kaleo, surname. So it's the nature that comes from the inside out. It's the nature of God that comes from the inside. Uh, it has nothing to do with the body getting together like everybody's talking about, but that, that's a whole other talk as well. But uh, anyway, so here's, uh, um, you know, if you look at dispenser or any of these, they can, they can actually show you that guilt, shame, um, those lower emotions where you don't feel worthy actually cause physical challenges. They, they cause mental challenges. Um, uh, a lot of people actually get psychotic because they're, that, uh, they're not thinking clearly. They think they're separated from their dreams. They think they're separated from God. They think they may have committed the unpardonable sin. We'll talk about that today, and it'll really free, free you up, I think, when, when I show you the scriptures, what it actually says. And then when they actually participate in gratitude, in love, you know, with, with Dispenza, if you ever watch him and what they're doing is, here's what they say. They go, never feel guilty or shameful about anything because that's God. Love is, keeps no record of wrong. Now, you've, you've been taught a different God that he's really mad at you, separated, and that's just wrong translations. Like I said, the Greek and trans, the Western and Greek translation, which went into Latin, which ultimately went into English, um, missed it. They missed the two covenants, as I'll show you. That's what it's really all about. And so, but once people get rid of guilt and shame and they feel worthy to receive the world's best, God's best from them, miracles are happening. And so, those negative emotions of guilt, shame, uh, literally down to the DNA level, guys, causes bodily problems. It causes uh, defects in births, different, all kinds of things. But here's the really great news is they've shown within a week uh, of, of positive, of gratitude, of joy, of uh, feeling whole, feeling connected to your dream, can feeling connected to life, feeling worthy to receive God's best. It actually deregulates or downregulates genes that cause cancer, uh, um, defects, all these different kinds of things, and starts to repair. Like you can literally rewind and repair the DNA by thinking good things. That's why it says think on these things. And so anyway, let's go through this. Let's, let's, uh, let me just share with you uh, Genesis 1 again, because this is where it all starts, guys, okay? Uh, hold on, share screen. All right, so I've showed you this. In the beginning, created gods, Elohims. It's literally plural in Hebrew. And then this, that word in the middle is really what I was throwing. So it says, in the beginning, you were gods. In the beginning, you were created as gods. Eloah 1, Yad Mem makes it plural. Gods, John 10 covers this as well. Psalm 82 covers this as well. But this little one, a left top, is what I wanted to talk about. And if you go click on it, it's used 11,050 times by the Hebrews, not once in English. In fact, it says untranslatable if you look at it in your concordance. Well, they didn't put it in there 11,000 times because they didn't know what it was and it was untranslatable. They knew exactly what it was. In fact, it's the very core of what the scriptures are. And so I'll just go top. The last letter is, is a sign or a mark, a covenant's been cut of two joined together. Okay. That's tough. Now, let's take a look at the left. I wanted to show you something here. Um, it really is the two covenants. It's the strength of God and the two covenants. Now, let me just 
Let me uh, uh, give you a different share screen here and I'll show you. And this is what they missed. They missed the very core. So Aleph, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Aleph is the first letter, signifies number one, oneness. You are one with God. Aleph indicates the oneness and the unity of the creator. It hints that beyond the illusion of separation and duality, there's an underlying oneness. And, and quantum guys is, is showing this, that everything that is, is created by the same substance, which is light, packets of energy called photons, and we're, we're connected to everything. And the amazing part is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God that's in us, is submissive to us. So everything that we see, when we simply start to think on our desires as if they're already real, and we catch the spirit of it. We catch the spirit of wholeness. We catch the spirit of oneness. We kept the spirit of abundance. We kept the spirit of catch the spirit of divine health. It literally starts to bring it from the potential into the physical realm. Now that's the first yod or the top yods I'll show you. So keys the oneness with creator. And the creator is the source of everything. The shape of the left is two yods. I'll show you what that is. One above and one below with the diagonal line, the vav. Now, it's interesting that the vav is resting. It's not an upright vav, an upright man. It's a rest. And so it's representing the higher world and the lower world, the vav separating and connecting the two. The left represents the creation of something from nothing. Now, we know it's not nothing. It's literally the spirit of God that you can't see, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God does not come from anything that you can see. But the source of everything that you do see is the spirit. So it's the essential symbol of beginnings, the ultimate reality that cannot be talked about. That's why it says the king does not come with anything observable. So ask yourself all the stories you've heard about what the scripture says, that people were observing it with their literal eyes, or they were observing it within with their spiritual eyes. Anyway, it is one that cannot be divided, represented perfection beyond human comprehension. Now, so there's a vav that's resting, it's not upright. And there's a yod above and below. Now let's go look at yod, guys. Yod is number 10 in Hebrew. So if you go look at yod, 10th of the Hebrew is a dot or a print. The yod represents the creator, the single point from which all creation emerges and the unity within multiplicity. It's the foundation of foundations. It represents the power of the spirit to govern and guide matter. Holy smokes, guys. Yod is the symbol of the Holy One, the creator. I love it. It says all creation comes forth from a single point, a single spark uh, of the finished work. And so a lot of times you'll see 10 is um, a deed done, the finished work. Well, there's two covenants. When the physical covenant is finished, there's a shout from the, um, the, the male ram's horn. A word is sent out, uh, all the different imagery that you see, a blast of the trumpet. And then there's a rest, which is that bob, and, but they trust in that word, that delet, that seed that that uh, uh apostolos that was sent out they rest in that because that is the single act of creation and that is the uh the creation of god all right so there's a lower covenant that fades away the the yod below and there's the spiritual covenant that never fades the spiritual the finished work of the the act of creative god between these two cherubs that never fades so the very center of the scripture of the first seven words, which means that everything was complete from the beginning, everything that is, is. God's never changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So everything that is, is. And nothing changes. Now, most of the things that you've heard about the Bible and Jesus and everything else, everything changed a couple thousand years ago. Well, I would say that it's not. It's talking about two covenants, guys. It's two covenants that never changes. I am the nature of God that will be forever and ever as I am. And you see that four times in the, in the book of Revelation. I am the Alpha and the Omega. Alpha is from the Hebrew letter of oneness. 
Aleph, Aleph, Aleph. And it's actually a picture of the bullocks, the strength of the servant. So there's a strength of God, of the deed finished, the, the Yod, the creative act of God. That fades. That's the first physical covenant, the physical man. But in you is the spiritual man. This covenant never fades. And nothing can separate you from that. That's, what's, that's what the whole scriptures are talking about. Now, let me go right back to you. And this will really help you on the quote-unquote unforgivable sin, etc. And I'll show you. Now, this, this will rock your world <laughs> if it hasn't already when I went through this last week. So let me get here. Not that. Uh, I just wanted to show you. From the beginning, untranslated. Well, if the foundation's shaky, guys, the rest of how they translated everything is going to be shaky, uh, if not downright 180 degrees off. All right. So let's look at this. 1 John 5, effective prayer. I'll start in verse 13. Prayer means intimacy, the physical act of creation that carries the strength of the ox to create, guys. That's a left. That's, that's two joined together in covenant. So it's verse 13. I've written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. Name is nature. The character, genosco, nature of the son of God. Now, what, let's, let's look at this son, huyos. Figuratively, anyone that has the same nature as the father. Then they add some you know, religious stuff here that the Greeks put in there. But stay, stay with son. Anyone who shares the same nature of the father. So read this. I've written the things to you who believe in the nature that you share the same nature of the father, which is God. So that you may know, you can, you can personally experience that you have an eternal life, Ionian life, perpetual life that never fades. And this is the confidence that we have before. It doesn't say him, it says within ourselves. If we lay hold of anything according to his will, that's where people get tripped up. It says auto again, there's no capital H there. Of your desire, your will. We here, it doesn't even say he there again. It says we here, there's no capital H I showed you. And we know, we, we personally know, we have personal intimacy with this, that what we hear and what we lay hold of, we already possess that we have asked within ourselves is literally what it says, within ourselves. So we see within ourselves anything we desire. If you accept anything as true, guys, because saying these people receiving homes um, that don't qualify, that, that they don't have any money in the bank, but somehow they're doing it. What they did is they saw it, they accepted it as real. They entered into it as if it was real until it, until they caught the spirit of it, where they go, oh, it feels so good to be in this house. It, I, it feels so good to, to, uh, to experience this. I feel so fulfilled. I feel so whole. I feel so uh, abundant. I feel so success, successful. It feels so wonderful. So they're experiencing it as if it's real. That is a create. That's that seed that never fades. That spark of creation. Now just trust in the spirit to bring it to pass for you. That's what that is. Anything we we already have, what we've possessed within. Now, if anyone sees his brother committing a sin leading to death, he should ask God, who will give life to those who commit this kind of sin. Wait, I thought this was about effective prayer. What, what's all this sin stuff and dying? Because we're talking about assurance. This is the assurance, the confidence we have within ourselves. Um, so what is this all talking about? There is a sin that leads to death. I'm not saying that he should ask, not he should ask regarding that sin. All unrighteousness is sin, yet there is a sin that does not lead to death. All right, let's unpack this a little bit, because people think there's an unforgivable sin. There's a sin that leads to death, because the Greeks translated, uh, had a, had they, they could only translate through their eyes, guys. And they, they come out of Greek mythology, where there's Zeus, and he's angry on a mountain. 
and uh, he needs to be pacified and they're separate from God. We need to pacify that God and then he'll make things happen in life versus oneness. From the beginning, there was oneness in, and you carried the strength of God in covenant. Now there's one covenant, the physical covenant that fades, but there is a covenant and this creative spark of God within you that never fades. That's the upper yod, <laughs> the finished work, the deed done within yourself is what it says. So let's look at, let's, let's take it verse 16 in the, in the linear again. I know this is repeat, but I think it'll help you guys the more you go through it. So, all right. If anyone, so anyone should see, this is to perceive, to appear, experience by Hebrewism to experience. I know I've personally had intimacy with this is what that means. The brother of him sinning. Now, this is really interesting. The brother, Alpha. Now, what, this is wild. From the same womb. It says it's from Alpha, prefix, and Delphos, womb. Now, if you look at it in Greek, Aleph, right here. Now, if we look at this Alpha, it says it's only used four times in the uh, uh, the book of Revelation says, I am the nature of God from the beginning to the end, never changing. Alpha, the first letter of the Greek alphabet, where we get alphabet. And uh, it says figuratively oneness. Well, one means something very different to a Hebrew. I showed you that. It means aleph. It means union with the creator that everything is cannot be separated from God. It, that's what it means. It means the two covenants. It means the finished work of the spark of creation above and below man. Is, is the strength of God. That's, that's Hebrew letter one. Well, it doesn't mean that a lot of times in Greek. It means negative. It means not. But it does say, if you go look at this, it says uh, of Hebrew origin, the first letter of the alphabet, figuratively from its use as the numeral the first. Well, the Hebrew to one means the strength of God, the covenant of God, the spark of creation within man. One fades, one doesn't fade. That's oneness. That's you've been one with God from the beginning. In Hebrew, not in Greek. A lot of times it's used as a negative. So it says, let's just go back here. When you perceive or experience the oneness of the womb, atu. There's now I showed you this last week. The verse before it's the same atu. They capitalize it, put him as as it implying God versus your oneness. Same Strong's 8846, Atu. Aleph, Alpha. Now, the next verse, same a two, not capitalized. Huh. So what it's saying is, uh, a two, if you see the womb, the, the adelphos, the strength of the finished work of the womb within yourself, sinning, a sin that doesn't die, then he shall ask, and it will give him life to those sinning that doesn't die. There is a sin that does die, not concerning that, that you should implore. I'm not talking about that is what he's saying. So let's, let's unpack this again. I want you to see this. So sometimes the A, the alpha, Aleph, is used correctly. Right there. Alpha, Aleph, oneness, the oneness of the womb. Now, the very next word, it's used as a negative particle. Hamataria. I'm going to go to sin first. Sin. Let's look at this because this is the noun. Now, hamartia from A and meros, your portion or share, your destiny is what it means if you go look in it. 
So it's a lot of times it's translated, you don't have your portion. I would say, if you take it in Hebrew, alpha used as a prefix typically means no or not. Okay. But in Hebrew, that's not what it means. <laughs> in Hebrew, it means oneness, oneness that carries the strength of God in of the finished working covenant. So check this out. The, the strength of the ox of oneness, your portion, is hamartia. Huh. Now, sinning, a sin, and this is what's interesting, too. I was showing this to you guys the other night. Here's what it says. Perhaps, perhaps, from, the, from A, which is alpha or aleph in Hebrew, oneness, your portion of oneness. There is a portion of the strength of God of the ox that fades. There is a portion of strength of the ox of God that doesn't fade. All right. It says perhaps from A in the base of Meros. Perhaps. Whoa, you're going to base a theology and separate people from the strength of God because they're dirty and bad and they, they did something wrong because that's how you interpreted sin. But it's perhaps that. I would be a little more specific, guys, because from the beginning, the left top was the strength of the two covenants. So let's see what sinning is. If it is A to miss the mark, but Meros. So A is the strength of God, the portion of the strength of God. There is a portion of the strength of God that fades. There's a portion of the strength of God that doesn't fade, the Yod above. Now, what's really interesting, if you go down here, so this, this sinning, this verb, it gives you the typical translation of, oh, you've missed, you're wandering, you go wrong. But this is really interesting. Hebrew for chata. Hebrew for chata. Why is this really important, guys? This is really important. Because if you go look at the Hebrew word chata, you get go wrong, sin, commit, error. Um, but watch this. If you go down here, and I'll show you. I'll, I'll back up here. I, I know I'm going fast here. It says, one is to bear blame. Cleanse. Cleanse. Purge. Purify yourself. Purify, make reconciliation, purify, cleanse. Now check this out. It's actually used as a left off in certain places, which is the very center of, of uh, um, Genesis 1. Now this is what is chita. Make a sin offering, purify from sin the altar by putting the blood of the sin offering on its horns by applying the blood of the sin offering purifying from uncleanliness the house of the leper isn't this interesting so it does mean purify 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 oneself from uncleanliness is chita so what does that mean guys you need to understand this this wasn't even in the old testament it's not talking about moral failure guys it's saying that if there was a seed that was cast that missed the mark the woman stayed unclean she was having her period. But when the seed of the man, the offering of the male bullock, <laughs> the male ram's horn, when it did succeed and she stopped her period, what does that mean? She started to partake of that. You had the creative spark that didn't miss the mark. You had the creative spark that purified. So now she's called clean. She had no spot or blemish. What does that mean? She's creating. She's be part of the two covenants. First covenant that creates the spark of creation, the yod of man that brings about life. And there's a spark of creation in the up here that never fades and brings about life. It's purifying. It wasn't talking about moral failure, guys. It was talking about 
participating in the strength of God. Now, check this out. If you, if you understand that, to purify oneself, okay? Now, if you come back here, if anyone should perceive of the, the finished work of the womb within yourselves, you can cleanse yourself with the strength of God that doesn't die. The portion or the strength of the ox that doesn't die. Then you can lay hold of life from within yourself to those cleansing or purifying not unto death. There's a purifying that doesn't die. There is a purifying that does die. Not concerning that, do I say you should implore. Let's go to the next verse. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is sin not unto death. All right, let's go look at this. You're going to see the same, same prefix, aleph. All, everyone, pas, pasa. Sin is the strength or the finished work of God, the, por the portion of the strength of the finished work of God, unrighteousness. Huh. A, justice. The justice of the oneness of God. Holy smokes, guys. There is, everyone's going to participate in the justice of the oneness of the strength of God, the finished work of God within that is. And there is a strength in the finished work of your portion that doesn't die. Mm -mm -mm. We know, we've personally experienced that past. Everyone that having been born of God does not continue cleansing, does not need to keep purifying yourself. But the one having been gotten of God protects is protected or withheld within, and the evil one added, guys, added, look at that, added. Poneros means labor, and there is no labor, and the evil not. There's no labor, because this birth happens up here. It's not the physical birth of the, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that, you, that touches within, meaning then this touches is to know carnally. There's no labor when you, when you know this carnally within yourself, guys. Holy smokes. Isn't that different? So let's just stop it this way because I, I can keep going on those other verses. But here's, here's what it's talking about. There's two love covenants, guys. Never feel guilty. Never feel shameful about anything. That is not what they were talking about in Hebrew. Now, that's unfortunately how, the, how all of us were taught in the West. And 99% of the Western pastors still teach that, and, which is why they struggle themselves with depression and, and lack of uh, they're battling stuff and versus the joy of creation, the shout enter the gates with thanksgiving. Yada. He's the line of the tribe of Judah of praise. Hallelujah. The shout of the, the trumpets going out. And I'm partaking of this is what he's talking about. And so anyway, um, get rid of all of that guys. It's not what it's talking about. Think on these things, things that are lovely, things that are purifying that you can create not that you're separate from anything. So you can take anything, any desire and catch the spirit of it. It's not by power, by might. It's not by your power or my willpower, but by the spirit. When you catch the spirit, when you catch the motion as if it's already real, I promise you guys, that is the act of creation, the spark of creation of oneness that never fades. And you can accept anything as real. If you, if from this day forward, you go, you know what? I accept that I'm completely full whole it feels so catch the spirit of what does it feel like if you already had all the money you desired right now catch that spirit and live in it dwell there and it won't be long where it, it literally starts to take it from potential and bring it into physical reality you can have a, a health issue in fact you could be diagnosed with something really bad 
we've shown within four days, if you start to just enjoy health, you catch the spirit of, wow, man, what if I already, what if I was already participating in the finished work, the act, the spark of creation that I do within here that never fades. And I'm seeing myself enjoying unlimited health. I'm seeing myself uh, uh, enjoying um, running whole oneness. It literally within four days, guys, it unwires those old connections in your brain that produces certain chemicals where you feel depressed, where you feel down, that, that de- that's actually causing the physical challenges, is actually causing the mental challenges in you and uh, turns those genes off and upregulates the genes that start to heal, that start to make whole, that actually bring about that new creation, that bring about that new life, that bring about that healing. And it doesn't take long. That is the act of creation, the spark of creation, the oneness, the left of God, that uh, now you're cleansed because that seed has gone out and uh, it never misses its mark. And you and it'll come into your, your physical reality. It takes the spirit and brings it into your physical reality. That's what it's all about, guys. Those two covenants, those two love covenants of two people joined together in intimacy where you share in the strength of the ox of the physical man, that one fades. As glorious as the, the covenant of Moses was, it fades. It goes away, it dies. But there is a covenant that never dies. I'm telling you, don't participate in the one that, I'm not talking about the one that participates in the one that dies. I'm not telling you that. I implore you to lay hold of the womb within yourself. The, 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 the fertilization, the, the purifying of yourself, meaning if you're pure, you're, you're, you're now creative. You're no longer having your period. Is You become clean. You have no spot or blemish. And what you just, that seed that's just cast out of you is now going to create. It takes it from the spiritual realm and brings it into physical reality with no labor, with no effort of your own. So that's what they're talking about, the two covenants. Participate in the covenant of love that never fades.